twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about NXDN digital radios. We'll tell you what NXDN is, how it works, and how it compares to the DMR digital standard. We'll also review the Kenwood NX series digital radios and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. We've talked about the different standards of digital radios before, and a couple of episodes back we discussed some specific DMR radios. There's another digital standard that's also popular, at least in the U.S. Uh, let's talk about NXDN. Uh, all right, Rick. We've noticed our sales of digital radios keep increasing this year. It seems like there's a lot more interest than uh, there has previously been in digital radios. And uh, like Rick said, we've done a couple of previous episodes on digital in general um, and the DMR standard. Uh, DMR, of course, being adopted by Motorola and, and Hytera, among others. Mm-hmm. NXDN is a competing standard that's not compatible uh, with DMR, but works really equally well. A lot of the same benefits um, of DMR are available in the NXDN standard. Now, before we really get into it, um, what what does NXDN stand for? Um, NXDN stands for Next Generation Digital Narrowband. Um, this is a digital standard where audio and data are digitized and, and transmitted as a bit stream of ones and zeros, essentially, over the airwaves. Um, NXDN is a proprietary protocol. Uh, it was created as a collaboration between Kenwood and ICOM, and both of those manufacturers have radios that, that are compatible and support the NXDN standard. Um, ICOM was the first manufacturer to, to produce an NXDN-capable radio, and uh, the ICOM flavor of NXDN is called IDAS, I-D-A-S. Kenwood, on the other hand, calls their uh, NXDN series Next Edge. Next Edge. Now, what does the IDAS stand for? Anthony? ICOM Digital <laughs> Advanced System. <laughs> Thanks for bailing me out there. (laughs) Okay. Um, And uh, NXDN, this standard, is supported by the NXDN forum, which uh, is at uh, nxdn-forum.com. They're the ones that that, uh, kind of manage this standard, so to speak. Okay. Now, how does NXDN work? Uh, NXDN, uh, I like the way it works a lot. Um, with DMR, 
we've talked about it before, it takes a little uh, to wrap your head around. It takes a little effort because it, it works different than traditional radios. NXDN, the programming of an NXDN radio is, is really similar to the way analog works. Mm-hmm. Um, each channel uses six and a quarter kilohertz of bandwidth, and um, each channel is its, its own distinct entity. Um, whereas, I guess we'll contrast it to DMR in, in a later segment, but it, that's different in, in the DMR standard. Um, NXDN uses frequency division multiple access, or, or FDMA. Um, with FDMA, frequency is what actually divides a channel, or, or divides your signal up into channels. Users can access frequency channels simultaneously, but each transmits a single frequency. Um, and th- this makes it easier, um, for dealers anyway, to program and, and uh, such. But that being said, there's, there's still a lot of features and functionality that are uh, available in NXDN. Um, things that you're used to with analog, a lot of things that we talk about with DMR, um, single multi-site trunking. I mean, it's a full-featured protocol. And um, Kenwood and ICOM have different flavors of it and implement some of the higher-end functions a little differently. But um, still, you can do a lot of high-end stuff with NXDN. Yeah, some of the things I see here provides individual and group call capability. It offers GPS and text message uh, functionality and uh, automatic roaming. Now, uh, from what I see here, it has a maximum, NXDN has a maximum of 60,000 IDs per system, which sounds like quite a lot, but I guess if you have a large uh, operation going, I guess that uh, you might need uh, a lot of those. Oh, sure. Most of our customers are going to be talking one radio to another radio or or potentially going through a repeater with, you know, a small group of, you know, probably less than 100 radios. But uh, you have to think these systems have to support um, roaming and and users traveling in vehicles and jumping from one system to another or one repeater to another. So there's these aren't things that we deal with with our customers on a day to day basis. But, you know, the system has to support that, and it does uh, with with NXDN. Also allows IP linking for wide area networking capabilities. So you can uh, really, this is this is for, for networking purposes uh, uh, with larger larger systems, really. Yeah, what that capability gives you is is the ability to link repeaters um, together. So let's say you, you have offices on the East Coast and the West Coast. You can use an Internet connection to link those two repeaters together, and maybe your East Coast and West Coast warehouse can talk on the same radio system. Essentially, you could pretty much make that almost a global thing, really. Oh, sure. Yeah. And now that's not unique to NXD, and you can do that with analog systems as well. You can do that with DMR. But it, it's an example of uh, how the NXDN protocol incorporates many, many, many functions. Now, how does NXDN compare to DMR? Um, the biggest difference is in the way that uh, bandwidth is used. Mm-hmm. Um, with NXDN, each channel like we mentioned earlier, is um, consumes six and a quarter kilohertz of bandwidth. Um, and it's one channel per tunnel of bandwidth, essentially. Um, with DMR, 
you're going to use at least 12.5 kilohertz of bandwidth, which is double. But you can fit yeah. two channels into that 12.5 kilohertz. And the biggest benefit to DMR with that is that a repeater can do two channels instead of one. Mm-hmm. And with, this is with using one frequency. And this is using um, TDMA, which is uh, a time division multiple access, is what DMR uses. Correct. So this difference is best translated in, in the way that a repeater works. A, a frequency um, can be broken up into two channels with DMR, but it consumes twice the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. For um, NXDN, two channels would be two frequencies. Now, two channels would still use the same amount of bandwidth with both systems, but because of the way it's, it's um, done, with NXDN, you would need two repeaters to, Instead um, of just one. Yeah, if, if yeah. you had two channels that you, you wanted to, to be system-wide. Now, uh, those are some of the differences, but uh, one thing that, they both, that both NXDN and DMR uh, standards have in common is that the radios, uh, now the radios in both standards here can operate in mixed mode. In other words, you've got a digital radio, you can communicate with both digital and analog radios in different modes. Right. Now, I don't think that's a requirement of the standard, but Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a radio yet that incorporates either one of these standards that doesn't have old analog compatibility. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is is, um, companies like the ability to phase out the old radios. You don't want to have to, let's say you're a company with 100 radios, you don't want to replace all 100 at a time. Perhaps you want to buy new digital radios to replace your analog ones as they they break or uh, as you're adding to your fleet, but have the ability to flip a switch at some point in time and go all digital. But whichever standard that you go with, if you want to purchase radios, you pretty much have to stick to that standard. That's right, and that is key. You need to do a little bit of research before you um, buy your radios and decide which system is best for you and what makes a difference. Now, I, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that this is something like VHS and beta where you're going to have to have a winner at some point. In the world of two-way radios, competing standards can survive. Yeah, and we've talked about that before, yeah. uh, actually. We, we've talked about There are other standards out there, some of them that are lesser known. There's another major standard out there that's uh, DPMR. That's right. Uh, DPMR is more of a European standard, but it uses, I guess it kind of shares some of the same DNA as NXDN in that it uses FDMA mm. as well. All these acronyms, uh, DNA of NXDN. <laughs> uses FDMA. Uses FDMA. <laughs> A lot of acronyms there. <laughs> it is. But you, you don't see much PDMR, uh, DPMR. <laughs> you don't see much DPMR in the United States at this point anyway. There's nothing to stop it from, from being used here. Um, but actually, NXDN is so similar to DPMR, you can actually flash some Kenwood and ICOM radios to support the DPMR standard. Hmm. That's interesting. You didn't that's think you were going to get any trivia on this show, did no, you? No, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Definitely good to know. Um, but um, now, Anthony, you pretty much latched on a DMR standard for the most part, right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of the um, the digital the digital anything. I mean, just the Danny and I were talking yesterday about it. How when we were playing with this this Kenwood, 
digital. We started out on digital, and it was just like us talking right now. And then we switched over to analog, and it was like, whoa, it's a night and day <laughs> difference. difference. I mean, it's yeah. like going from a tube TV to a plasma. I mean, yeah. that you can see the difference. Where you can see the difference on those, t- you know, between those two uh, TVs, you can hear the difference between analog and digital. That's a good point. We spend yeah. a lot of time here talking about the details of these standards and you know how how they work technically, but we probably should spend more time talking about why someone would want to go digital. Yeah, because the and, regular cu- or average customer is not going to care about FDMA and TDMA, and you know they want to know what's going to work and what's yeah, going to be clear, what's going to sound good, and, and what's going to. You know, when I go to, you know, look at a TV, I want to know what's. You know, when I watch my TV shows and my football games, what's going to look the best? You know, what's going to give me the the best quality? Um, and digital definitely. It doesn't give you any background noise, and it's it's crystal clear. And uh, I, I've enjoyed the DMR side big time. I think the HD TV is a good example. I mean, for years we watched analog, we watched TV, 480p or whatever regular TV was for years, and it seemed fine to us. And then we put it beside an HD TV. And, you know, I couldn't go back to watching standard definition TV at this point. I I had this conversation with my kids the other night. They were watching uh, The Office on Netflix. And they were watching the episodes from, like, the early 2000s that weren't filmed in um, high definition. Right. But we're watching it on a 4K TV. And it was like, man, that looks awful. Yeah. And then they got (laughs) it and they went into a later episode, like the last season, and it was just, it was beautiful. It was just you know, you could tell a big difference in the in the two. That's a um, huge difference. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. That's a great way to explain the way uh, the difference in digital radios. I mean, for years, analog was ninety nine percent of what we dealt with, and the audio clarity, the quality of, of the, the communication would sound very good in the high end analog radios. But like this test we did yesterday with these Kenwoods, we. We actually have one zone set up as analog, one zone set up as digital. So it's the press of a button to flip between one and the other, and it's night and day. Yeah, the few um, the few outside sales calls that I've been on, I always you know I got an idea of what people are looking for, and I always take a digital two digital radios with me just in case. Um, you know, it's the thing about digital; it doesn't give you more distance per se it's just clearer longer um where on analog you get that static and and broken conversations thing like that and you know the couple that i've been on around the area here you know they want analog but then when they hear the digital they're blown away and they're going man you know this guy's in the same spot and it's choppy it's static but the digital you know digital yeah just goes away you know when you get out of range it just goes away it just stays clearer longer i think once you hear the difference it it really yeah, does it's it's they and, yeah. and both both people have jumped to digital because they you know it was worth the you're gonna pay a little bit more for digital but clarity wise it's a hundred times better well people are probably asking themselves well why are we talking more and more about digital radios here on the podcast why is this coming up so much well the the reason it is simply because that's where everything is pretty much headed uh we're we're seeing more sales of digital radios this year and uh there are more of these radios coming out on the market Uh, we're about to talk about the new nx series uh radios from kenwood there's going to be more of this coming out and well uh, we talked a couple of episodes back 
about an FCC change where you know you're mm-hmm. not going to see any more high-powered analog radios approved by the FCC. So um, that means a new product that comes out is going to be digital, and that's going to force a shift um, over to these radios. And um, I welcome it. I think people yeah. that that are using analog radios now are going to really like digital when they try it. Like Anthony said, it's night and day. It's like going from standard definition to high definition television. The amateurs are going to digital. You know, they they are the they amateurs, really are. and that's saying something because the amateurs they they like their analog radios, but the digital platform is is taking over, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, it's it's. I haven't picked my analog ham radio up in five or six months because digital is is the way to go. And I think I think that's pretty much where everything is headed is to digital, and I think we're going to see a phasing out, a gradual phasing out of of analog uh, over time. Now, I'm it won't happen as fast as what it did with broadcast television because the FCC had a lot to do with kind of getting everybody to migrate and almost, for, you know, pretty much forcing that migration over to digital TV. Right. Um, that isn't really happening like th- that well, same it way is. here. Well, We've it is. We've got the to, FCC requirements. It's, it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Right, but it, there wasn't this big switchover where it was a sudden switchover to where everybody right. had to be on digital television by this date and they couldn't use... Uh, you know, analog TVs anymore, like what happened, uh, you know, a few years back. Um, this is going to be a little more gradual, but it's going to happen. There's no doubt it's going to happen. I agree. And I think now is the time, if you're considering radios for your company, you have to consider a radio that supports digital. And if you don't, you might find yourself at some point in the next couple of years replacing some radios and the radios that you're buying today and uh, replacing them with digital just because that's all that's available in the future. That's, that's true. So, uh, you know, there's no, there's no hard uh, date by which you have to say, oh, do I have to choose a digital format? It's just something to start thinking about, really. It is. And I, I know that that sounds sort of like a scare tactic, the way I say that. <laughs> it does. We were actually um, – there were a lot of two-way radio dealers with the switchover in 2013 that were doing the same thing. It's a narrow band, yeah. yeah. With a narrow band saying, you must go to digital now. Something I'm saying now's about. the time to consider it. It's, yeah, time to consider it's definitely it. time to consider it. Yeah. I'm saying two and a half years ago wasn't probably the time to consider it. Now it's, it's, it's time to start looking at it for sure. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, thoughts on uh, NXDN? No? All right. Well... Coming up, we'll review the Kenwood NX Series digital radios. Are they the next big things in NXDN, or do these next edge radios go over the edge? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. 
This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review the new NX series of digital radios from Kenwood, the NX240V and NX340U. Yeah, this is um, you know new to us, The uh, these two new Kenwood models. One's a VHF model, one's a UHF model, but it's, it's basically a souped-up version of the 2402s and the 3402s that have been really popular from, from Kenwood. And the, but they integrate both the you know the analog and digital formats that we discussed earlier. Um, I like this radio. Um, you know, Danny and I had a chance to play with him a little bit yesterday. He played a little bit more with the programming, but the programming seems pretty fairly simple um, compared to you know some of the other the DMR formats. Kind of difficult to program. It takes some time. Yeah, I would yeah. say this is an entry level next edge radio from kenwood the programming software doesn't really with this radio you don't really have the capability of doing a lot of the advanced trunking and uh, things like that but most of our customers are aren't going to be using that anyway that's right if you're using something like a 3402 now it's going to be an easy transition to this radio that's right that's right now they are um out of the box, they are analog. That's right. And I, I don't know why they did that. I, I guess either. for compatibility. Right out of the box, they'll talk to a 3402 or 2402. But it's yeah. something that can be changed with the – we were changing it with the push of a button, a side key yesterday, holding the side key down for a few seconds, and it would switch between That's the right. formats. Uh, the 3402 and the 2402 are 16-channel radios. Um, right out of the box, this, this radio has one zone – 16 channels and it talks to the 3402s what i did was added a second zone which basically just changes the uh channels that the channel knob reference so if you're in zone one channels one through 16 on the channel knob mean one thing if you go to zone two they can mean something completely different i made zone two digital so we could press a button and flip between analog and digital and that's where it was super easy to tell yeah. uh, what a big difference that the analog and digital were. I got to play with it a little bit with you um, yesterday as well, and uh, I was actually just uh, just surprised how easy it was to switch between the analog and digital modes, and then the the difference in clarity, as you were talking about before, Anthony, the difference in clarity um, between the two modes. It really was just night and day. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, you know, and and I like the fact that, you know, it can be with the press of a button. I think we have to go in. I don't think it's set up to have that separate zone out of the box. I think that's something we would have to do. Something so, I had to add. So if you want to, you know, here's here's one thing that I think is pretty impressive is, you know, a thirty four hundred two and a and a twenty four hundred two. We got a lot of customers that buy them. They run two seventy nine, two eighty nine, I believe, um, for those. These are about a hundred dollars more, you know, on top of compared to what those the folks were paying for those. That's not a big jump traditionally for to to jump to digital. That's I right. Mean, that's 
you know, some of the other models, uh, uh, some of the other manufacturers, if you want to jump to digital, it's a pretty big increase. Yeah, um, it is. Um, you know, I'm not going to mention those other guys and talking about the Kenwoods, but it's it, it's a pretty big jump. Um, and, but with that being said, budget it out to if you've got a ton of 2402s and and 3402s or whatever, hundred bucks more a radio, and you run them on analog. And then as they as they phase out. Well, you know, we'll program them to have that toggle on there. So Just as you phase over, it yeah. out, you, you, you're you jumping straight to digital as you're replacing those other radios out. Um, well, you're getting a lot for that 100 bucks too. There, there's, there's a lot built into this. Yeah, it's um, – I mean, digital has so many different – you know, so many advantages. I mean, it uses less battery power to, mm-hmm. to go to digital. You get more talk time out of your batteries. That's pro- been proven on the DMR side. It's been proven on, on these as well. Um uses the same use the same accessories you know it i don't think they're gonna get different but ba- it uses the same batteries 34 or 2 use the same charger use the same accessories uh i think it might be the same belt clip i mean it uses across the board it uses everything the same so it's not going to be that big of a jump and if you if you start moving to these you know if you've got multi-unit chargers already they're going to work with these you know, so you're not having to replace all that at the same time as you're upgrading these radios. Well, you're not going to have to ditch everything to go digital. That's right. Really, I mean, you you know, it starts. Yeah. If you're replacing radios as you go, salvage. I always tell people, salvage what you can. Take the belt clips off if they're yep. good. Take the antennas off if they're good. Take the, you know, keep the chargers if they're still working. Keep them. You know, store them away somewhere. The batteries, everything is compatible with these. So, in theory, you're not going to have to replace everything you know if you've got speaker mics you're not going to have to replace those they're they will work with these right. with these radios i can't stress it enough it is worth the extra money hearing the audio quality and just yesterday we were going from one room to the other you have to think analog gets worse over a larger area as well so i mean if you're talking to someone several floors above you or below you it's going to be considerably lower quality with analog with digital, you do not have that. It is the same high quality regard. If you've got any signal at all, it's going to be crystal clear. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, it's, uh, um, you know, I, I think it's definitely, I think we'll see a lot of these moving, um, especially with a lot of our our uh, 3402 customers and 2402 customers. And even the folks that are using you know the two watt radios mm-hmm. you know that that can mm-hmm. jump up as well um and they've all it seems like kenwood's always got a good rebate i mean they've always you know right now they've got yeah, uh, yeah. a 35 dollar rebate per radio so that helps out on the cost of it for every six that you buy plus they're giving you a multi-unit charger so yeah th- and this is going on uh, now we're recording this podcast uh, uh here in, in october but uh, this is going to go on till December 31st of 2015. Yeah. So, you you know, every six radios that you buy, uh, you get a $35 rebate on each radio plus the multi-charger. That's right. And I think there's a maximum of 60 radios. So you can, you can buy up to 60 radios and get those savings. Mm-hmm. You know, also, if you um, enter promo code SHOW at checkout. On save our you side, a little bit more. Yeah, you know, save an extra 5%. That's right. So that it's a win-win there. 
but you know, overall, I think this is I think this is going to be I mean, great feel to the radio. It feels like a good sturdy radio. I mean, oh, I felt, loved uh, the way it felt, and it was it's, a pretty handsome little radio. I mean, it looked it looks nice. Um, it was very ergonomically Kenwood? designed. You're not going to go wrong that. with yeah. the Kenwood. That's right. It felt it it felt solid. I mean, this was not a radio that it did not feel like a cheapy radio at all. I would suggest, though, that if you're, you know, if you're a 3402 customer now or a 2402 customer and this radio looks like something you want to jump to, you know, of course you can order offline and we're probably mm-hmm. going to call you after you do that. But, you know, call us and because and, that's the only thing I don't like about it is and being straight analog out of the box. Um, and it can't be changed without programming cable and software. So mm-hmm. have us. Yeah, change. you're going to need to talk to us and us tell us change. how you want it set up when it arrives. Yeah, and we'll program it for you for free. Yeah, there's free yeah. programming, and, and um, you know we can knock them out pretty quickly. So if you've got those old fleet of 3402s and you're not quite ready to, to ditch them all yet, have us put that second zone, like Danny said, in there in digital mode. And then when you're down to the last one and you get through that last analog radio – it's just a matter of you holding down a button for a matter of two or three seconds, and you're in digital. Switching them all over, yeah. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good way to do it. So overall, they, these look like um, pretty good uh, radios here. This Pro I'm excited digital. about them. Yeah, I'm, I'm really yeah. excited about. Them. I, get, I like the digital stuff. Like I said earlier, I like the digital stuff already. I mean, it's it's uh, pretty cool stuff. Well, at the very least, I really like the way these things handle. You know, I, I hold that thing in my hand. It felt real comfortable. It felt natural to hold in my hand. Like it was meant to be. I can't say enough. Exactly. Can't say enough good things about this radio. Um, the the price. I wonder if that's going to be a turnoff for some people, being a hundred dollars more than the thirty four hundred two. Um, I do feel like it's worth it. But there are some less expensive options if you want to go with a digital system. Uh, ICOM as radios that are the same technology that are a little less expensive. Um, some models to look for there are the F2000D and the 4101D. Well, this isn't going to be for everybody. you know. It, well, I think digital, um, I'm it's about starting to be for everyone. Model. I'm talking about this particular right. model. Just like the 3402 isn't for everyone on the analog side. Right. That's right. If you need lower price options but still want to stick with digital, take a look at some of the ICOM models. They're compatible with the Kenwoods. Um, that may save you a few bucks, but um, you, you would not go wrong with this the NX340U. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, so we uh, we give this one thumbs up uh, all the way around. Uh, any other comments on the uh, the NX240V? And then uh, that's the NX240V 16P or the uh, NX340U 16P. The V is the VHF version. The U is the UHF version. That's right. So basically, you know, the 240V will work out of the box with the 2402. Right. And, 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 the thir- and the 3402, and with their, it's just, you know, they're basically the better-looking brother and sister <laughs> of the 3402 and 2402, I guess you could say. I would say in digital mode, better-sounding, too. All right. Well, we've got some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. The first one comes from Matt93, um, and he wants to know if he can get an adapter. He says, needing to use two different radios at the same time for work can get confusing, so I purchased a remote speaker microphone for the Motorola GP340 radios we were using at the time. 
Since then, the company has recently purchased a set of Motorola GP3400s and tends to use them a lot more often. Obviously, these have a different connection, and I do not really want to have two speaker microphones because they sometimes still use the GP340s. Does anyone know where there is an adapter out there somewhere that I could buy to solve this? And that's from Matt93. We get that question from time to time. Is there an adapter to convert my middle into a, you know, to a, uh, a Cobra? Or is there an adapter to convert my Motorola multi-pin adapter to uh, well, It sounds a like he's going to be carrying you know, two radios at the same time. Is that what? Yeah, they're, they're, I think what they're so doing is going to need a Y split in there somewhere because he's going to need something to go to one radio. And that's what I got out of it. Maybe I think I'm, he's mixing the two different radios up in their fleet, I think is what, what he's saying. Maybe and, they have a couple of different models in their fleet. And one day you go in, you grab one, and the next day you, you've got, got you. another. Yeah. I, it depends on what connectors you used on those. I mean, they GP. Yeah, they make GP connectors from some to, to switch from one connector to another. But I don't know if if it's available in the variety that that he needs. I mean, there's some yeah. that, that that do, you know. Let's just say the speaker mic has an M1 on it, but the you know connector on it, which is a standard two pin. But let's say the new radios are a multi pin Motorola. Right. Um, right. They do make some adapters that that can do that. Uh, you know, there's several. There's so many different uh, connector types out there that. I think we that's need a little really, bit more info. I think that's really the issue is that, you know, these connectors, first of all, are, are rather proprietary. So um, it's really tough because I've tried looking for adapters for, for people asking, well, is an adapter to, to convert uh, this one type of Motorola connector to another one or from a Motorola to an ICOM or an ICOM to a Vertex or something like that. And because these things are so proprietary, um, it's a really tall order. I, I think the chances are that you're really not going to find adapters for these things, which is primarily the reason why when you um, are looking for accessories, they make them with all these different types of connectors on the end. And honestly, you know, with some of the adapters we sell, um, you know, sometimes you're you're better off. Buying an adapter is great if you're, you're using a $300 headset. But if you're using a you know, a $60 speaker mic, you're better off just buying the one that's compatible with the new radio because the adapters are going to run you in just as much. That's for, a good point. For, you know, unless you're using that's a, a, point. a intrinsically safe, you know, $300 speaker mic or one with a full keypad or a GPS antenna on or whatever, probably better off just buying a new speaker mic. Yeah, I would say so. Another answer is to call our sales staff, 1-800-584-1445. They have the information right in front of them. They'll uh, be able to tell you if yeah. this is adapter is something that we carry. Like Rick saying, there, there's probably 25 common adapters for different uh, types of radios, and you will definitely not find one from uh, one available from every connector to an, every other connector. But, yeah, it's um, going to be a really, really tall order. They are available for the popular ones, however. But yeah. give us a call. All right. Our next question comes from Rob. He wants to know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't read this thing. It's not. He wants to know what's the IP rating for the MD380. Is it at least IP55 or 56? That's from Rob. You just uh, got information about that one. Yeah, didn't it's you? IP54. 
IP54, which makes it uh, pretty water. much water resistant. Yeah, right? she gave me a good uh, description of it actually the last couple of days. It's got a nice seal that's inside it, so it's going to be kind of like any other, you know, Motorola that's or Kenwood that's water resistant. You know, it's going to be able to withstand. I think IP54 stuff, you know. is able to withstand a steady stream for three minutes or whatever the case may be. You'd probably be fine taking it out in the rain. Yeah, but yeah. Don't drop it. Don't drop, don't, don't drop it in a puddle. Don't, 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 yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. You know, it's not, you know, your IP67 is going to be your full waterproof. Um, it's it's not that, unfortunately. No, but they may come out with another model at some point that, that probably is, if there's enough call for it. You know, I mean, if you get enough demand for something. If, if somebody really needs... Uh, something that they can take underwater with them, I guess. <laughs> I'll make one. Uh, but it's just, I, I just wouldn't do that with the MD380, at least not at this point. Right. If you need that, look for a different model. Yeah. All right, well, I guess it does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Blueberry.com, or stream it to your mobile device on Stitcher Radio. All right, well, that does it for our show this uh, week. Before we go, uh, any other final words or comments? No? All right. I guess we got NXDN down then, right? I think so. Okay. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're... Out.